0: what's up guys it's Elle so um before we do anything here I just wanted to say that my washer and dryer are running and they're going psychotic and I don't know they're they're like bouncing off the walls um but you know we gotta do laundry we gotta look presentable to the society so I wanted to start off this episode um or not even start off this episode but I wanted to use this episode as like a method for you guys to get to know me because right now, all you hear is my monotone voice reading off the facts of the case and then reacting to it afterwards. So, I thought that I would use this. Why do I keep saying use this? I thought I would do this and make an episode of what got me into true crime. Um, I grew up in Hutchinson, Kansas. And it's not the worst place you could grow up. But, like, my mom didn't live in the best part of town um there's definitely some stuff that went down but i yeah i'm basically just going to use this episode to tell you guys um the things that i experienced that got me into this realm of i don't know but before we do any of that i did want to say that i um opened up a or started a instagram for this podcast and it's crochet and crime podcast but it's like spelled out all the way, so like, crochet, a and d crime podcast, because crochet and crime was already taken, um, but yeah, I just thought that I would make that to better direct trap, better direct traffic from like the podcast, and also I'm gonna start selling selling. Oh my gosh, I cannot talk. I'm gonna start selling some of my creations that I create while making episodes, and then just like in my downtime in general. Because a couple months ago, I wanted to start an Etsy page, um, for, like, selling my crocheted projects. Um, so I thought that I could just, like, I combined the two here, combine the two there also. But, um, yeah, I think we should just get right into the episode, um... I hope you all are having a great holiday season. I think I'm going to put this out before I drop my Christmas episode. um, So that there's kind of like a... I'm not leaving you guys for a week. You guys can listen. So that you guys can listen in between um, my first episode, the Car Brothers, and then the Christmas episode. And then later on, I'll have a New Year's Eve murders episode out too. But yeah... Let's let's get right into it. Um I think I'm actually first going to talk about how I f- discovered that I wanted to be a criminal psychologist too. Um because if you don't know, yes, I want to be a criminal psychologist. I want to work with criminals and discover their brains and why they do the things that they do. Um I I wasn't really around a lot of criminal action growing up besides like your typical sometimes chaotic family stuff. Um, nothing bad. That sounded bad. It, it, it wasn't bad. Don't worry. But I took a quiz in high school. Oh, my upstairs neighbors are very active right now. Um, I took a quiz in high school that basically told me, um, what career path I would be best in. And it was like helping people. Um, and all through high school, I wanted to be a physical therapist so bad. I did a lot of physical therapy growing up because I was a cheerleader. Um, our bodies are ruined. If you know a cheerleader and they're older than 20, I want you to send them um, a massage certificate because they need it. But I did a lot of physical therapy growing up and I was like, yeah, that's something I want to do. I want to help people feel better about their bodies. And I think the human body is super cool. I still know a lot of stuff because I went to college Um with that being my major for a semester and a half, um, yeah, don't change your major halfway through the semester. Change it before the semester starts. I promise you, you can change your major as many times as you want. Nobody's gonna judge you, but don't do it halfway through the semester. That's, it's so bad. It's a mess. It's so chaotic, especially when you're, like, at a community college where some of the advisors aren't that great. Yeah, um, but anyways, I went to college for physical therapy, loved it, and then I had my first psychology class with Dr. N. He was my dude, and all I needed was one day in that class for me to be like, oh wait, this is what I was meant to do. I was meant to do this, and I, I knew all along that I wanted to do something with the human body. Um, I just didn't know it was the brain. Yeah, I chose the most difficult organ in the body. Um, I think a brain is an organ, that sounds... If it's not, that's really dumb, but I really, I'm almost 100% sure that's an organ, um, psychology major, and I don't even know if the brain is an organ, but anyways, so I changed my major to psychology, and I've done that for four years now, um, I just graduated a month, or this month, actually, and, yeah, now I'm gonna go to grad school, and I contemplated between doing, like, regular clinical psychology or criminal psychology or forensic psychology, but I am not the one for legal matters. I cannot do forensic psychology because that's like you have to learn two majors basically and put it into one. But um I took a criminal psychology or a criminology class a couple semesters ago and that was super fun. And I think that's what like clicked in my brain where I was like, Yeah, I I need to do criminal psychology. How many times did I say criminal psychology in this episode? Take a shot every time. Um, Don't, actually. Alcohol poisoning is not fun. But, okay, now that I've talked about myself and been a narcissist for a while, I think that I can jump into the cases. Um, Yeah, I don't think there's much else to say about me. I... Oh, I'm a cancer. That's important. Because I think it's important for other people to know. About me, so that they can judge me if they want. And no, I'm not the cancer that's like emotional. Um, I'm numb. I have depression. It's, it's great. I'm fine. I promise. Um, but yeah, I'm a cancer. I'm a '98 baby, so I'm not a '90s baby, but I'm not a '2000s baby. Um, yeah. Matthew and I have been dating for over six years. I said that in my very first episode. I'm just trying to think of things that you guys need to know about me. Um, I love dogs too much sometimes that I almost wreck my car when I see one walking. Um, I had a dog named Cricket and she passed away um, in October, I think. Oh my god, I'm a terrible dog mom. Um, She was a miniature schnauzer and she was a butthead very angry very mean hated the world loved her um I'm 22 years old and I absolutely love One Direction uh I'm not embarrassed about it I am a hardcore One Direction stan a directioner if you will um Liam Payne is my husband and you cannot tell me otherwise um I really I don't know much else I yeah I, I keep saying I don't know I don't know but I really don't know Okay, now we're really gonna get the cases. I'm so sorry for rambling. Okay. Okay, hi, friends. I'm back immediately for you, but, like, an hour later for me, I had to finish up laundry and fold that before it sat in the dryer for too long. Because, you know, when you leave it in the dryer for, like, an hour after it's done, it sits in there for three weeks. um, And then I had to take Matthew to this work thing. So, whatever. We're gonna get into it. Um, What got me into true crime? Besides the fact that my mom's- my Matthew's mom and my mom are both, like, also into true crime and i was just i grew up watching those shows that terrified you as an 8 year old um and then when i started dating matthew his mom and i would talk about all of the things you know obviously um but i i tried to go in like a timeline order of the things that got me into true crime um i wrote it all down in a word document you know you know the the lingo by now lingo the the routine whatever Anyways, okay, so my mom lived on this block. Um, it, it's not a bad place, but it's definitely not, like, the good place in Hutch. Anyways, we had this neighbor on the end of our block. His name was Mike. It is Mike. He still lives there if he's not in jail right now. I don't know. His parents own the house. He's an old man. Um, I think his mom ba- baby him a lot. babied him a lot as a kid, and, like, that's why he is the way that he is. Because every time he gets put in jail, they either bail him out or they wait until um he's back and they take care of the house while he's gone he used to have these two really cute dogs they were pit bulls and they got out all the time and like would scare people because people um are stereotypical yeah um also side note the other day i tweeted something and it was like uh criminal profiling is just glorified stereotyping and i thought it was hilarious it probably wasn't anyways mike So, one day, I was in grade school, and I came home um, from grade school, and my mom had a daycare at the time, she was in daycare for like 13 years, I think, I don't know, 12, 13, mom, you're listening, I know that you're yelling at the radio right now, or whatever you're listening on, and you're like, um, hey, get it right, you should know, but yeah. So anyways, my mom had a daycare. Um, she would always have snacks ready for us after school. She was that kind of mom. So I was just looking forward to, you know, walking inside and getting my snack and reading my book, whatever I did in grade school. And uh, we get there and there's SWAT team like down on that end of my block. And we we lived like three houses down from him. He was on the very end of the block and we were like three houses to the left of him but there's there's SWAT team in my backyard and in my front yard and in my neighbor's back and front yard and so on you know down the line until it's his house and uh, my stepdad's like okay get inside like trying to explain to us that we're okay but he was like get inside you know and mike was always super nice to us kids like we would ride our ride our bikes up and down in his driveway and he would never do anything to us he would always like smile and wave um so he didn't he didn't have a thing for children uh he just I'll, I'll get into it. So yeah, the SWAT team was there. Um, and my mom had, a, my mom had to lock down her daycare and basically he was holding his girlfriend hostage, um, in the house with a sawed off shotgun. My neighbor that lives right next to him is really good friends with my mom. And she had called my mom around like one o'clock that day and was like, Hey, should I call the police?" Like. Mike and his girlfriend got in a fight and she was screaming help and um Mike left the truck door open on and his truck was his baby. Like you knew something was serious if that truck was not covered in tarp every time he got out of it. Um, but my mom was like, You know what? probably, yeah. So they called the cops and he ended up being in a standoff with them for quite a few hours, honestly. Um but nothing ever really came of it. He he let her go and he got arrested. Um he also went on to kidnap that very same woman in 2016, so when I was graduating from high school. And he also drove a truck into someone's house. Um So yeah, he just he kind of hated the same people and would get into trouble with them, get into trouble with them, but he never really did anything to us kids or his neighbors. Um, there was one time, though, that his girlfriend was walking up and down our street in, like, just her shirt and underwear, like, she was going to bed, and she had this tiny little, like, poodle with her, and she was knocking on door-to-door asking to, like, stay the night because he had kicked her out for the night. I don't know. Women, if you're with a guy like that, if he holds you hostage with a sawed-off shotgun, leave him, because then he's gonna kidnap you and kick you out, so. And possibly drive a truck through your front window of your house. Um, yeah, leave, leave him, men are trash. Um, so next I'm going to go into, I'm going to try to be as vague as possible with this next one because the person that it happened to might not be okay with me talking about it. So I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to say when it happened. I'm not going to say, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Just know that it happened and it was, um, terrifying after the fact. So I had this friend In middle school, I can't, I honestly cannot remember if it was 7th or 8th, or, can I speak? I cannot remember if it was 7th or 8th grade. But, um, basically, this dude was my friend's dad, and he ended up murdering his wife, um, with an axe, And then he killed himself after when he was on the run in his truck. And I was definitely with him less than 24 hours before he committed the crime. Um, So we're just going to leave it at that. Just know that I was with a killer uh, 24 hours before they killed someone. Um, Yeah. Okay. So next Um, this also happened on my block, once again. My mom doesn't live in that bad of a part of town. We just happen to live by really crazy people. So, this happened, um, I think, I, I think I was in high school. Yeah, I was definitely in high school. So, this lady on my street, she lived in this super nice house, um, that her dad owned. What's up with people on my street living in houses that their parents owned and then them having crime happen there's got to be a correlation there um anyways she lived in this house with her kids and her baby daddy slash boyfriend slash maybe husband I really don't know the relationship there um one day I was getting up to leave for uh cheer practice I think because in high school and in college I had cheer practice pretty early early every morning um But yeah, she, I I woke up and I went out to my car to, you know, get in my car to leave. I think it was maybe around like six o'clock in the morning and there was crime scene tape all over the uh, front yard and there was like detectives and cops and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, what the heck? And then I came home from school that day and my mom was like, hey, that lady got stabbed. And I was like, oh shit. Oh, I just said a bad word. I'm going to leave it in. I don't know how to edit it out. Okay. Anyways. The lady got stabbed, and she got stabbed by her baby daddy slash boyfriend slash husband. Um, but that's not all, folks. <laughs> with those two, so he goes to jail. I think for that, um, and he's in jail for a couple years because then my senior year of high school, uh, I had a Dallas. I had a trip to Dallas with my choir, um, and I had to get up super early once again and leave. And thank God I did get up early because, um, I needed to alert my mom about the situation. (laughs) So I get up once again, go out to my car to leave and the house is on fire. Not our house. The lady's house was on fire. Um, totally engulfed in flames. Um, I hate fire. My dad's house burned down in 2014 and even like a small flame makes me nervous. Um, candles. I, I, I love candles, but I hate the flame. Um, so, I obviously freak out. Then I realize, uh, I can't leave. I can't get in my car and leave because one end of the block has the fire truck blocking the exit, and then one end of of the block has the giant fireman's, like, hose, and I was like, I'm not gonna drive over that and cut off their water supply momentarily. So, I had to call my friend and have her stop in the middle of a super busy street that- so I could, like, jump in her car and go. Um, but- That situation happened because the baby daddy slash boyfriend slash husband that was in jail or prison, um, basically orchestrated a plan with someone on the outside to go and throw a Molotov, like, cocktail or, like, the petrol bombs on her back porch when she and her kids were inside sleeping. Like, oh yeah, the lady survived the stabbing. I don't think I ever said that. That's kind of important. Okay, well, she survived the stabbing. Um... And then lived on to have her house almost blown up by that same guy, um, and his kids were in the house, and thankfully they all survived that too. But I like remember running inside and be like, "Um, mom, the house down the street, the lady that got stabbed, it's on fire," and I was like in hysterics because I hate fire. Um, and my mom ended up having to like feed the the kids because it was super early in the morning. I don't know. Um. Also, the house across from that lady, the husband threw the wife down the stairs and she broke her neck, um, also survived, but I saw her being taken out on a gurney with a sheet over her and, like, in my- this was a- this was before all this, but, like, in my 11-year-old brain, I was like, oh, sheet means, like, someone's dead, so I remember being freaked out and being like, I just saw a dead body, but no, I- I think they maybe put the sheet over her because her neck was, like, messed up, but- she survived she's fine they i i hope they divorced i don't know they moved out shortly after that but the case that um you could say reached like national news no worldwide news actually that actually started the whole like not obsession that sounds scary like fascination for true crime for me personally um and kind of like the first case that i ever really heard of besides John Bene Ramsey was the Casey Anthony case. So my mom and I were, like, super, I mean, my whole family was, like, super involved in, um, like, the trials and stuff, and I think it was, like, May 2011 when they started, and, um, I I was an eighth grader, I'm pretty sure, going into high school. It was during the summer, obviously, but my family, like, religiously watched the trials every day, um, around lunchtime, and I got so involved. I remember, like, I, I didn't know why it was so fascinating for me, but, I mean, now it makes sense, like, the profession that I want to go into. But, yeah, that, I always say, but, yeah, that's probably so annoying. Um, Those are the things that really got me into true crime besides, like, me being fascinated in the brain and how it does the things that it does and what happens when it goes haywire. I also totally forgot to mention that I wasn't crocheting during this episode, um, just because it was such a short episode, but I think it actually ended up being, like, 20 minutes long, so oops for me. Um, if it makes you feel any better, I've been crocheting almost the entire day today. I made two hats, and I made a beanie, and then I made, like, a frilly, like, build hat. I don't know. It's- it's hard to describe. If you go on my Instagram- my personal Instagram you would probably see it in one of my highlights for my Stitches by L company that I was gonna start maybe still starting I don't know yet um but yeah that's there I did it again but yeah that's the cases and situations that happened that made me dive into this weird obsession that I have with murderers I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. I'm looking forward to seeing the reactions to my Christmas episode because I know that my car brother's one was a little rough since it was my first one. Um, Thank you for listening and sticking through that if you did. Um, I need to quit saying um. Take a shot every time I say um. Yeah. Yeah i i think i'm gonna go now uh thank you for listening once again my instagram is crochet and crime podcast just started that keep a lookout for projects and uh episode announcements and i don't know just random stuff give it a follow and if you don't want to follow it you don't have to that's the cool thing about life we all have choices um lock your doors and don't talk to creepy men have a great day Bye.